Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Blue Skies Life, a lifestyle brand with high quality, ethical, and sustainable products. There are products for your mind, body, and home, everything from calming tea and luxurious shea butter to Turkish towels and silk kimonos. The holiday season is upon us, so start getting these one-of-a-kind gifts now. Go to blueskieslife.com, that's B-L-U-S-K-Y-S, L-I-F-E dot com and use code BU20 to get 20% off your order today. Welcome to this special episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast. I say special because this episode is coming out to you on Christmas Day, which Regardless of what your practices or your beliefs are, hopefully around this time of the year, generally speaking, even if it's not Christmas that you're celebrating, hopefully it's the holidays, you're taking some time with the people that you love, the people that you care about. But most importantly, which is the reason I'm hoping you came to this podcast today, is you're listening for you. You're listening for you. And today is a special gift because we're talking about self-limiting beliefs and building your confidence and think about how powerful that is going into 2022. That's such a beautiful thing. And there's no better person that we can do that with than my guest today, Lisa Montana, who is a mindset and confidence coach. And Lisa has gone through her own fair share of having insecurities growing up, being compared to other people growing up, telling herself things like, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, and having to go on her own journey to working through that. And one of her breakthrough moments was traveling and being able to travel, see the world differently, get introduced to meditation, start doing her own healing, addressing her, addressing her own self-limiting beliefs. And today she's helping other people to do the same thing. So Lisa, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your lovely introduction. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, but I, I really wanna learn more about your story because I think that people can relate to that. The whole notion of comparison mm. growing up and what that was like for you, what it felt like, and what you had to do to start working through those experiences of, mm. you know, unworthiness <laughs> and yeah. feeling like not enough. Oh, yeah, that's a big topic. I don't even know where to start. I think when we grow up, or for me at least, um, you know, it was just like some small little comments from my family members, from 
um, parents, from my aunts, and just, you know, some, some little comments like, you know, um, why are you not more like her? Or why would you do this? And just like comparing myself constantly. And I was always the one losing in this comparison. And yeah, I just developed a very bad sense of self. And I always thought that I'm not good enough. I always thought that my cousin and my brother and everybody else is better than me, smarter than me, prettier than me, like everything. I just thought that, um, yeah, I, I just like, it felt like such a heavy cloud in, in my mind and on my heart. And I just thought like, everybody else can be happy, but not me. And there's something wrong with me. And it really was, it was so deep ingrained in myself. And it was very hard to realize that that's just a thought because when you're living this, this limiting belief, how we call it, it's, it's very intense to understand that you can step out of that. And I was living it so much. Like for me, you know, when I was, um, when I was 18, I had no, no idea what to do with my life. So I joined the army, um, you know, just like, trying to fit in somewhere but it's not my thing I was just you know I'm more of a creative person like now I'm a confidence coach which is just like totally different and there I was just trying to fit in trying to find myself but also being totally lost um yeah and then I started traveling which you already mentioned it's like amazing and I can recommend traveling to everybody because you're constantly pushing yourself out of your comfort zone then my mother passed away and she had cancer and, you know, she was sick for like most of my life that I can remember. And I just feel like it gave me a lot of responsibility, but also another challenge to work on and another healing journey I have to go on. And yeah, like it all started with realizing that um, I deserve to be happy. I can be happy. And I saw other people being happy and careless and free. And I just thought, why shouldn't I be like that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, and it breaks my heart because I think about how many young people today are growing up being compared more than ever, because not only do you hear the comments that are in your household, but now you hear it from social media. Now you're doing it to yourself on top of other people doing it to you. Mm -hmm. And it is more pervasive today uh whether you're young or an adult it's it's there's many different ways that it's happening to us and i love the the fact that traveling was part of the awakening for you i know new zealand was mm -hmm. uh, a place that you one of the big first places that you traveled to um and i do think that's such an amazing way to gain perspective is getting out of your comfort zone, getting mm -hmm. out of what you're used to, which I think can feel scary, but exciting mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. totally. So talk about your some of the practices and behaviors that changed for you. So I know that meditation is something that you got introduced to. How do you shift from, you know, waking up thinking, I'm not worthy to, practicing things in your day that make you believe otherwise mm. so for me it all like came through the realization that it's all about my focus and if you always focus on the things that aren't like right in your life that you aren't doing right that aren't good with you you just focus more on that and you know this grows but if you focus on the good things and that's what i started doing um yeah, it just grows as well. So what I recommend everybody to do, that's what I also started doing. And it's so simple and it sounds too, too simple to be even such a game changer. But honestly, writing a gratitude journal is just changing everything because 
not only writing down like the things you're grateful for, which are so many. If we, you know, if you listen to this podcast, then you are fortunate enough to hopefully have a phone and internet connection. And we already have so much more than most of the other people. And we, yeah, should just be so grateful for that. And for me, journaling was a big one. I always like write, write down the things that, you know, I want to remind myself of or um, an achievement journal is always amazing. You know, what did I get, What did I do good today? Um, or if somebody gave me a compliment, writing that down, just like just creating a little booklet or just a little um, list of things that you can refer to if you don't feel so good about yourself. So if you have a low day, if you compare yourself, if you don't feel as worthy, then just read it up again and just, you know, like just influence yourself with the good things that you know that they are there and just, yeah, like create more of the positive things in your life, but also realize that it's not always happy. It's not always positive and you don't have to always think positive. So I think, you know, accepting the, the highs and the lows, because when my mother passed away, you cannot always be happy and you're going to break down. You're going to cry. You're going to have very low moments. But, um, for me, what I did is something pretty radical, but yeah, that's just what would work for me. We had this one song that was playing my mom's funeral and it's by Ed Sheeran Supermarket Flowers. So sad and so beautiful. And so I was just sitting there on my desk. I was in Australia at the time and I was putting on the song and I was by myself. And every time like I was putting on the song, I just wrote, I just wrote what came to my mind, how I felt about that day, all the pain that's coming up and I was crying, crying, crying. I was always like, throwing a tantrum every time I was listening to the song but that was my own self-healing journey that I've had to go through so like accepting that pain and you know fear is all part of life and the more we can embrace it the more we can hold it and just be less afraid of it and just let it be there and it's just like a balance between you know being able to hold the amazing good things but also being able to hold the pain Lisa you are speaking so much amazingness right now. So much because I think often we want to acknowledge the positive, mm -hmm. which there's so much value in because it fuels us. It gives us energy. It shows us the possibilities for mm -hmm. the future. But being practical and recognizing that pain is inevitable it's going to show up in different ways in our lives is important too. And we can't skate past that. You know, we can't just skate past and think those feelings don't have a place also. Um, this month in particular, um, it, it made me think about this because you spoke about your mom is the, is the, uh, is my dad's birthday and he passed away when I was young. So I was only nine years old when he, when he passed away, but for some reason, because of that, it's a little bit of a trigger for me. So in this month, I'm a little bit more emotional. I think mm -hmm. about things like what would it what it would what would it have been like if he was here? Mm -hmm. What would he be doing? What would he be thinking? What would he be feeling about what I'm doing in my life? So there's a lot of reflection. And I think there's there's a lot of healthiness in it, but there's sadness in it. I cry. I did the same thing. I listened to his favorite song. He loved the temptation. So I listened to the music that he loves, but it's kind of a little bit of a roller coaster of emotions. Mm -hmm. And it, it's to me, like you're describing, it's not, it's not bad. It's just part of the process. It's a part of your growth. It's a part of your, your healing and also your acceptance. Mm 
And um, so one of the things, speaking of acceptance, that I wanted to ask you about, because I've heard you talk about this, is the importance of accepting just the things that are in your life. Because if you don't, you have resistance towards them, mm. you know, mm. right? Which, which is like this, I think a lot of it is, it's not us battling the world. It's us battling ourselves. Mm. I mean, that's what I, as a coach too, I, that's what I tend to see. I mean, I have to, I catch myself in it all the time. You know, I know you've gone through your own journey. Um, so what, what is that process when you're working with your clients and they're working through self-limiting beliefs? How do you help people get to that point of accepting some of those maybe things that have happened that they feel resistant to in their lives that aren't, you know, maybe they feel guilt or maybe they feel shame or maybe they're the things that they're not proud of, but it is part of who they are. Mm. How do people get to that place? Um, it's a very good question. I always try to, you know, like just what I did for myself, I always try my clients just to see the, the big picture, the whole picture. And what I, that's an exercise that I've done and that I always, you know, let my clients do and that I think is so amazing. It's basically a photo of a of a puzzle and lots of like different puzzle pieces. And basically it's a metaphor for, um, I'm not sure if metaphor is the right word, but if the puzzle is like done, then this is your picture of your life. And every little piece of the puzzle is part of your life. And we need the dark colors, we need the light colors, we need it all, because otherwise it wouldn't be complete. So I'm always trying to, you know, let my clients like remember and just remind my clients that everything is a part of the way. And if, for example, like my story again, if um, my mother wouldn't have passed away three years ago or like almost four, then I would have never, never like became the person I am today. And for me, it's always about seeing or trying to see, even if it's very hard, trying to see the blessing or the good thing in something that was very dramatic. Because for me, it gave me so much, you know, sense of self, so much self-responsibility. I don't know anybody in my life who's my age and who's that, you know, responsible because they had to. And now, now it's like my biggest blessing and I'm, I'm so grateful for it. You know, obviously in that moment, you feel like your whole life is crashing down and you don't know how to, you know, keep moving. But I think if we look at the picture, if the bigger picture and the puzzle of our life, and if we remind ourselves that every single piece has brought us to where we are now and recognizing that the bad things also brought good things, then, you know, this just makes us stronger because a lot of people and including myself in the past, you know, we always love to love to play the blame game and it's her fault that I'm this way today. And it's like this person's fault. And because she said that I even done this with my family and it just doesn't get you anywhere. It just gets you into the perspective of like, there's something wrong with me today because this person did something to me in the past. But instead of I am like this and like seeing yourself as empowered, and I can thank that person to, for criticizing me because now I'm so much more stronger and I'm so much more myself, if that makes sense. Wow, that is so powerful. And um, it reminds me, I'm listening to this book right now. Let me tell you what it is so mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't get it, I don't mess it up. It's by Dan Sullivan with uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and it's called The Gap and the Gain. And uh, it's, it's the high achievers guide to happiness, confidence and success. Pretty, pretty cool. I'm in a mastermind. So we, we often find content that we can all immerse ourselves in and learn some things from. And one of the things in the book that 
they mentioned is, you know, life is this thing that's happening for us, mm -hmm. not to us. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly like what you were describing. If someone says something and, and it's not a compliment, you know, if they're putting you down or if something traumatic or dramatic, like you were saying, happens, seeing it for the blessing or the lesson, the learning experience versus the opposite, it changes your mm -hmm. energy mm -hmm. around it. Mm -hmm. And that, that sm small shift, like you said, I think it takes practice though. I don't think it's just natural all the time. It, it almost feels unnatural because it's easier for us, I think, to gravitate to negative things mm -hmm. than it is to, you know, shift into like a positive space. That's why it's it takes practice yeah. is, is a bit, is a big thing is a big thing. So I just, I appreciate you, you know, acknowledging that because that's, that's an outlook. I, I think takes some time, you know, to, to develop. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's the folks that are listening now and one of the things they might be asking themselves is about confidence. It's this up, another thing that's this up and down thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like there's times when you feel really confident and there's times where you're just like, nope, yep. I, I can't, <clears throat> I, I don't believe I'm struggling. I failed at this before. What makes me think that I'm going to try again and it's going to work? all the what ifs, all the fears, all the naysayers, you know, what are some of the tips or tools that you can suggest for working on confidence? <clears throat> um, yeah, there are so many different ones for me. Confidence is always intertwined with our self-worth. So how do we value ourselves and what do you think about ourselves? And also like the self-esteem and also self-love. So those three things just go to me, go for me together. And um, <clears throat> I think, you know, we all like fluctuate in like how we feel about ourselves. Like sometimes, some days you say we feel amazing. Some days we just don't feel as amazing. And for me, you know, doing the confidence work just raises the bar that even in low days, you just don't feel as low anymore. Um, yeah. So for me, it's always about reminding ourselves what we can already do. Like, like reminding ourselves of our strength, of the things that we have achieved, like all those things, just filling it up from the core. So even though, you know, you have a day where maybe your goal just like seems a bit more far away than other days, you can you can just fall back on the pillow of, oh, okay, but I, I know that I have achieved like this, 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 and that. And I know that I have already created so many good things. So it's like, even on this one side, you have like the self-doubt, the self, like, worth the self-esteem is like pulling you back up because like okay even though this is a huge like goal whatever i have i have already created all those results so this isn't that far away you know just like bring it all into perspective because i know how it feels sometimes and a goal can like really seem so far away but it's about um just going back to like i love go like i love i love having um like a look in the past and see okay what have i already achieved and it's always in hindsight when we create, you know, when we see like, oh, like back then I thought this is a huge goal I would never be able to accomplish. And I had so many self-doubt about, you know, being a confidence coach or whatever it is. And now I'm like, yeah, that was a huge achievement and I'm so proud of it. And 
then you just look at your next like stepping stone and your next milestone, I think. And you just, you know, you look at the at your past, see what you can gain from it, what you've already achieved, and that can like help you with going into the future. That's so true. Because I, I think what happens is the goalpost keeps moving. Mm-hmm. Meaning once you've reached milestone A, you're now moving the the goalpost to milestone B. So there's always something that you're driving towards and in some ways putting pressure on ourselves for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. But you're right. We've already achieved so many things. And using that as our own measuring stick can be such a good reminder for that. If I could do that, I could do this too. Mm-hmm. This is possible. I think it's just approaching new territory is uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, but I always have these conversations with people. And I like to say that discomfort is good. Mm. Comfort is good because it is a representation of growth. If you feel comfortable all the time, it would just get boring because you you feel like you know everything or you you feel like you've learned everything. And I would I want to say that as human beings, we have, and that's what makes us such amazing creatures, is our capacity for growth is limitless. Mm. We can learn something new every single day. And that's exciting because it gives us something to look forward to. It gives us different aspirations that we can look forward to. So I really love that you talk about the win list of the yes. things that, yeah. you know, we've, we've already, you know, we've already accomplished. Um, you know, one of the things just in hearing about your story and everything that you've learned now, a question I have for you is, what is something that you would tell like your 18 year old self, like mm-hmm. looking back on what you were telling yourself then and knowing what you know now, what would you tell that younger version of you? Um, I would tell her that she matters and that she can literally change the world and herself by believing in herself. And this is the biggest gift she could ever give herself. And that she's so much stronger than she thinks. I think people needed that to hear that for themselves today. <laughs> it's for everybody. Everybody's so much stronger than they think because like we're all so amazing. And I think everybody should be reminded of that every single day. Yeah, I think that's so good. Oh, that's so good. So what about your coaching? Tell me more about what you do and if there's any kind of programs or things like that that would be good for us to know about. So I just started my uh, creating this this program, which is a 10 weeks program. And for me, you know, it would be amazing if we can just, you know, have like a quick fix, but I don't believe in quick fixes. And that's why I have like a 10 weeks program. It's a one-on-one program just with me and my client. We go through all the different topics that I have found very helpful and just discovered, you know, that are very important for a long lasting transformation. We're going into this, like the negative self-beliefs, we're going into building up the self-worth. We're going to just, you know, like rewiring the brain to work for us instead of against us. There's so many amazing things and amazing tools that I have. And yeah, that I just love sharing with my clients. And it's basically um, 10 weeks to provide the transformation of, you know, if you felt insecure before everything that I've like 
that we've um, explained about myself. Like if you feel insecure, if you don't know where you're going, if you kind of feel stuck, this transformation, like this 10 weeks can really help you bring you to where you want to be and just giving you a sense of direction and confidence and knowing that everything is going to be fine and that you're very strong inside of yourself. So just building it up from the core is like, yeah, the goal of my program. Oh, that is so good. And the fact that you said there's no quick fixes, that is just the truth. Mm. I know that a serum or a potion or a pill is something that at some point we might be thinking, oh, that'd be cool if that was out there, but it's just the work. Mm. It is the work that you put in True. to yourself and then you get what you put in. I mean, yes. I think it, I think it really is that straightforward. And the fact that you make a commitment to that, you know, because that's, that's just a, a little bit over two months and that's right spot on because I know that the latest research says if you want to really change your habits, it takes around 66 days, mm. which is a little over two months. Mm. And, um, because it's the consistency. Yeah. Like we could all today for probably three, maybe even one week, three days to a week, eat differently. You know, if, if we all got on and said, yes, I, I need to stop eating too much sugar. Uh, maybe I need to cut back on the caffeine. I probably should drink more water. Like if we did that, we probably could do that for a couple of days, but then try it for 30. Mm -hmm. Try it for 60 and then see how difficult it is to actually change and rewire. I love that word that you used to something totally different. Mm -hmm. It takes time <laughs> to make these kinds of transformational changes, yeah. right? It takes time. And I think it also takes accountability because if we just, you know, take our own accountability, then we may be breaking it. We may be, you know, finding excuses or, because our brain is really much, you know, working against us because it wants to keep us safe and it, it wants to keep us where we are right now. But what I always love saying, our brain is designed to keep us safe, not to make us happy. So we have to like either push ourselves hard enough to get out of our comfort zone and do the work or, you know, take somebody like me like or you, you know, have somebody by your side who guides you and just makes it a bit more gentle. You still have to do the work. There is no magic trick. But um, it's just a bit more structured and, you know, more guidance, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's so easy for us to just <laughs> not be accountable to ourselves. Yes. Because we're thinking, oh, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to see that I ate, you know, four bags of chips today and whatever else is going on and just hang out and watch TV and yeah. didn't do anything, you know. But it changes everything mm -hmm. when all of a sudden – you're on the phone or you're on a Zoom call mm. or you're meeting with someone having to say, yes, this is what I did or this mm. is what I didn't do. Mm. And that's big. Yeah. Yikes. Accountability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's probably, you know, a really good thing for us all to think about going into a new year is what does that actually look like mm. for us if we had to ask ourselves, what am I doing to hold myself accountable to the goals that I have, the things that I want, and figuring out, you know, who are those people 
<laughs> that are not going to let us off the hook, yeah. that are going to push us um, and help to support us with our dreams and our vision. Mm -hmm. And because this life goes by so fast and we don't want to look back <laughs> and feel like, you know, mm -hmm. we didn't do everything that we wanted to do. Right. Yeah, that's so true. That's what I always, you know, that's why I appreciate the, I'm not sure if, this, if I can say that, but that's why I appreciate, you know, my experiences of, you know, losing people because it is really like life can go by so fast. And I think if you haven't lost somebody, if you haven't experienced that, you still, you just think like, you just have this romantic idea that life goes on forever and ever and we're all going to be fine. And you can, and if we don't do it today, we can do it in five years, but maybe we can do it in five years. Or, you know, what I always, what always helps me when, um, When I, when I think back or when I think in the future, when, when I do a visualization um, about me being on my deathbed and what would, I, what would I really regret not doing, not having done. So for me, it was like, it's a different like, kind of example, but um, I'm now married, but I wasn't until like three months ago. And I'm like, I would really regret not marrying this man. You know, like really, really, like this is a man. And I'm like, okay, so like you know what am I waiting for <laughs> kind of thing and I think this gives us like the little jump if we're like yeah you know I would really regret not you know hiring a coach or not you know holding myself really accountable and pushing myself and you know like yeah like I think this is like the the most amazing thing you can do it's like asking yourself would you really regret it um when your life would be over now or in a week and That could also help us give some motivation and just you know get it done and start uh, getting started at least oh that's that is big you know and i do think we wait for a lot of things mm -hmm. because it's waiting for perfection yeah waiting for this perfect time this perfect moment yeah. which doesn't exist mm -hmm. by the way at least i don't believe it does <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking we're going to be talking about perfection it's that's not here <laughs> i think that mm -hmm. life is this place where we you know have to be practical about the fact that things happen and curveballs happen and plans get changed you know i think that's one of the biggest things is uh You know how they say, whatever it is, again, anybody who's listening, maybe you believe in different things, but um, we make plans and someone, whether it's God or the universe or whatever it is that you believe in, may laugh at those plans because life doesn't work in a perfect linear line like mm -hmm. that, you know, mm -hmm. where it's just this step and then that step. And then after that, it's, it's, it's a zigzag it's a swirl <laughs> it's a roller coaster <laughs> it's a roller coaster sometimes it feels discombobulated and so i think that you know enjoying the ride is just a part of what we have to do and there's there's just so many ups and downs in that but there's something that you said that i want to come back to you because you use the word happiness mm -hmm. and i think that's such a it's such this broad word and we always hear people talking about it I just, I want to find happiness. I want to be more happy. I don't know if I'm as happy as it could be. Like in your assessment and in your experience, what is your view of what finding happiness looks like? 
So for me, I have figured out that if I ask myself, am I happy, then I'm not. Because if I would be happy, I wouldn't be asking that myself. So for me, um, personally, you know, we all have like different experiences, different things that make us happy. But for me, if I'm when I'm free, when I'm traveling, when I'm with my loved ones and when I'm just my purest, freest, joyous self, this is when I'm the most happy. And um, I know because I've experienced it when I was in New Zealand, honestly, that was, this was like the place where I was the most happy um, because it just felt like an explosion of, you know, freedom, of like fun, of like adventure and joy. And um, on the other side, I was, I was in a relationship before, you know, this one. And um, I was asking myself, is that already like everything? So there's something more coming? Like, is this how it's supposed to be? Like, is this as good as it gets? And, you know, I was just like, so my feelings just were like so average and I never like, ex like I never felt super excited and super happy. And, you know, now that I've, um, yeah, just went through this whole roller coaster, I can like, I felt like, you know, very, very sadness and like all those like more down feelings, but also like much more, like much more, um, yeah, just expansiveness and excited and like all these things. So it just like comes together. And before that, I just felt like I haven't been very sad, but I also haven't been very happy. So for me, happiness is accepting that life is crazy and, you know, we never know what's going to happen. Appreciating what we have and just like living our truest self. And that's, I think, different for most of us. And yeah, just, you know, listen to your heart and go with, with what feels right to you. Yeah. Living our true self. Amen to that. And you're so right. You're, we're the best indicator and the best measuring stick for what that what that is. Mm -hmm. And it does look different. But if you if you are saying to yourself, "Is this the best that it gets?" It's probably not the best that it is going to get, <laughs> or not at least what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. But we have to be honest with ourselves. Yeah, we have to be honest with ourselves, whether it is the job you're doing, the career you've chosen, the people that you've chosen around you, mm -hmm. the partner, the significant other, all of that. There's those questions that we have and you should. Life is a bunch of questions mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Lots of questions <laughs> and lots of gut checking because that's how we're facing the reality that we're in, you know? And, and living into it as fully as we can be is, mm -hmm. is that transparency with ourselves. We can't run away from us. I think we try to, <laughs> but we're always, you know, we're like struggling because we're, we're there. And until we face those questions and answer them, it's always going to feel probably like a struggle mm -hmm. to truly be happy because yeah. you're not quite to that full authentic self that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh my gosh. Well, I definitely want to ask you a couple of questions that help people get to know you more because mm -hmm. the title of this podcast is Born Unbreakable. And my message <laughs> is to be unapologetically you. So we all have those different parts of ourselves that make us who we are. So my first question for you is what are three words that best describe you? <clears throat> okay. So Three words, um, brave, straightforward, and honest. 
Oh my gosh. Honesty. I wish everybody had that. <laughs> Just oh, well, honest. Yeah, it's, it's not a conversation. Always, yeah. always the best. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And I and I think it's it's important to acknowledge that too, because sometimes we say things that people want to hear. Mm. Or people say it to us, mm. what we want to hear versus what really should be said, you know, because you're trying to create a soft landing or a little pillow that feels comfortable instead of just like, no, this probably is going to feel like you're falling flat on your face, but this is just honest <laughs> right now, yeah. you know. It just doesn't help sometimes. And sometimes I see myself, you know, being in situations where I'm like, I got to break it to somebody. I got to say something that's very uncomfortable. And, you know, obviously, like, I'm also, I'm very compassionate, but sometimes I just don't know what the best solution is, you know, like being honest or lying a bit, you know, tweaking a bit so they, they don't feel as hurt. I don't really know. Just try to find my way, <laughs> trying to be as yeah. honest as possible. Yeah. And I think ultimately when the, when the dust settles and the emotions are not so high, people appreciate honesty, mm. you know, even if it's, it's time. If, yeah, even at the time, if it hurts or if it feels mm -hmm. a little stingy, like it, it stings a little bit, it's you think back to those moments and go, "Oh man, I, I'm glad they told me that." Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad they were so honest with me. Yeah. Um, okay, what is something about yourself that you're working on improving? Still a few things. Um, I would say consistency comes to my mind the most right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. We're always trying. And like, you know, as I said, the roller coaster, sometimes it's better, sometimes not so good, but just showing up every day and trying the best. Giving it your best shot. Yeah. Right. Well, so we've talked about self-limiting beliefs, so I won't ask you about that, but I will ask you, what is something that you're looking forward to in 2022? Oh, so much, so much. <laughs> Um, I try to keep it short. Um, so we got married three months ago, but we're going to have our big wedding next year. I bought my dress, you know, like I'm vegan. So we're going to have like an awesome vegan food. And like, it's going to be like a vintage wedding um, in like a garden of my aunt. And like, that's something I'm very looking forward to. Um, we're going to move in a bigger home. We're going to get a kitty. I love cats so much. I'm obsessed with kitties. <laughs> um, yeah, just my business, you know, like helping more people. There's so many amazing things I think that's going to happen. And I'm honestly so excited for the next year. That is a lot of excitement. Yes. Congratulations. That is big. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> so where, where is the wedding going to be? Uh, in Germany. Um, like I live in Germany. My husband is from Canada. So everybody's coming over to Germany. It's going to be a little bit of, um, you know, planning and a lot of flights. But yeah, it's going to be in Germany in a nice garden and just, you know, some nature, some festival vibes. Yeah. That is so much fun. Yeah. That is going to be so much fun, Lisa. Are you kidding me? Oh my yeah. gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I could just see it now. So you'll have to make sure, which I'm sure you will, is to just share some of the pictures, some of the yeah. excitement, you know, because it's going to go by with a flash. Yes. You know, it's, it's always crazy how you build towards something and you build towards something mm -hmm. and it happens and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. So you have to embrace like every single moment. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. 
<laughs> leading up to that. Oh, that's awesome. That is so stellar. Okay. What is one thing that you want to see changed in the world? Only one thing. I know. I know. So many things. But um, it's easy. I want I want people to raise their awareness for everything in general for themselves, you know, for the planet, for just the way we're treating each other, like just more awareness for everything would be my my wish. Oh my gosh. I wish that every day. There's definitely like, there are just these moments that I have and I, I wish that upon so many situations, mm. you know, and I, and I feel such a consciousness raised because of these, these amazing kinds of conversations that happen that just help you tap into that for you and to carry and hold space for people to find that mm. also mm -hmm. for themselves and what a difference it makes. Because I think when we become more self-aware, we also become more open to listening and hearing different perspectives even while holding your own and 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 just being able to be in a space where we can have these different viewpoints and still have respect and still have love and still have kindness mm -hmm. happens when you you can raise your awareness level mm -hmm. i agree totally yeah that is that is really big whoa okay <clears throat> what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? Mm, I would say it's that, I'm not sure where it's from, it's like a very famous quote, but it's, you know, the world isn't how, let me think, the world isn't how we, I'm gonna mess this up, but I'm just saying, the world isn't how we think it is, the world is how we, how we are, so that uh, oh my gosh so that our how we see ourselves and the filter that we wear the glasses that we wear is how we perceive the world but it's not how it actually is it's just how we think it is yeah yeah no but that, that's true that's true and i totally totally understand what you're saying i do that all the time i'm like wait what quote is it who said that yeah. it's something around this vibration um it, but it is it's kind of like wearing glasses mm. right <clears throat> I have glasses because I need to see better. <laughs> so, um, but we, we have them for different things, right? We have yeah. sunglasses, maybe we have like corrective glasses so that we could see what we're reading or, you know, what we're doing better. Um, but there's, there's all kinds of different lenses that we can see things through. Mm -hmm. And I bet if we took off our glasses and put on somebody else's things would look different. <laughs> it would look different. And, um, and that, and that, but you know, it's, it correlates with what you just said about self-awareness, right? Mm -hmm. There's, there is such a significance in terms of what we see, what we perceive, how we're perceived, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. what our blind spots are because we have them. There's blind spots that we have, and that's the reason why it's so important how we choose what what and who is around us mm. so we can work on those blind spots. But you're you're totally right. It's like, yeah, we probably should rotate glasses. Yeah. Once it's, in a while. 
I think honestly, just like having conversations and, you know, as you said, like trying to open, like really listen and open our heart and just like think about the other perspectives because I know how hard it is to just, you know, like, no, this is my perspective. It's the right perspective. And, you know, I think that's why we have so much war and like drama and like fights happening because we think that our opinion is like the only, the only valid opinion. But if we take that off and if we, you know, if I listen to you, you listen to me, if we listen to like everybody else, then we will see that we have like shared um, perceptions, but all the things that we don't agree on, but you know, everybody is still like equally worthy and like valid. So I think that really helps us, but it's, it's challenging for sure. Yeah, it really is. Mm. Oh, that's good. What else, what, what other advice or things might you want to share as it relates to self-limiting beliefs or confidence? Some mm -hmm. of the key things that you, you feel are helpful to folks. Um, I think the most important thing is just to realize that um, not everything that you think is the truth. And that's, that's like the biggest one when you realize that, you know, thoughts are thoughts and um, that doesn't mean that they're true. If they're like positive or negative, especially the negative ones, we, you know, tend to stick to more. It just doesn't have to do anything with you. If you think that you're not worthy, if you think that, you know, you always have to be like that or you are just destined to be insecure. Then I think those are just things that you like, you know, you have picked up somewhere or, you know, people have told you or you were just, you know, watching too much TV or whatever, like something where you have picked it up from and then you, you just um, thought it's yours. You just like, you know, took it on as your, as your thought. And I think realizing that, you know, not everything is true, number one, very important, learning how to differentiate your thoughts. So, you know, like meditation is amazing. Journaling is very amazing just to see what's coming up and see what thoughts are true which thoughts are not so true, uh, which thoughts are empowering, which thoughts are putting you down. Because the thoughts are putting you down are not coming from your true self. They're coming from something else. Just, you know, maybe it's just um, a habit to repeat them over and over again. Your mind, you can't even, you know, fight against it because your mind is just used to thinking that thought over and over again. And it just became part of your subconsciousness, even though it has nothing to do with you. It's not because you're unworthy. It's just because you thought it for so long. So that would be like another advice. And yeah, like honestly, like you can change your life and you don't have to hire a coach. It's just like being like deciding that you want to change your life. And then you can go out there and do your own research <clears throat> and reading books and, you know, podcasts. But if you have a coach and it, it can help you, it can help you like just, you know, move faster. But knowing that you can do it also by yourself and just being determined. And, you know, if you want to yeah. do it, you can achieve it. That's it. Yeah, there's there, yeah, there's there's tools for that, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes accountability is exactly what somebody needs, and mm -hmm. having somebody like a coach is a great way to get it. But we're, we're we live in an information world. We're so fortunate, mm -hmm. you know. Podcasts are free, uh, and we have access to to so much great information mm -hmm. in ways and at a speed that didn't exist before. Yeah. So we're very we're very blessed yeah. to to be in a world where uh, despite something as what feels as limiting as a pandemic, mm. we still can work at a speed and grow at a speed that, um, is pretty remarkable mm -hmm. because yeah. of the things that are, that are at our fingertips. Um, but of course I have to ask you how, how can people 
follow you? How can they get in touch with you? So um, my name everywhere is the same. My name is Lisa Montana. And um, on Instagram, it's I am Lisa Montana. On Facebook, it's Lisa Montana. I do have a Facebook group for women, you know, um, who just want to build up their confidence, want to support each other, which is called Confidence and Joy. Um, yeah, so you can always you know, follow me and find me. And I always love to connect with you all. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I will make sure that your information is in the show notes. Um, I just, I appreciate you holding this space. It's so important. I I want all of us here to be vulnerable enough to, and have that honesty. You know, we were just talking about honesty with ourselves to acknowledge, you know, those things that we want to work on. Mm-hmm. And, and, but most of all, is to celebrate what we've accomplished yes. and that we're, we have the ability, we have the capacity, we have the fortitude to be able to do even more. Yes. And, and, and I, I appreciate the work that you're doing because it's so valuable. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having this amazing podcast and, you know, sharing people's stories. Like it's amazing and sharing your own. Thank you. So yes. Much. Well, I hope that you have a happy holidays and I'm so excited to see those pictures. Now, like remind me at what part of the year next year are you doing your wedding? August. Okay. So it's a summer. It's a summer. Summer wedding. All right. Okay. There's some time. There's some time. time. Cool, cool, cool. So at least it's not like this, you know, ah. This crazy, no. this crazy run. So no. That's that's even better. Yes. For some reason, I was having a little bit of anxiety, and I, I realized that okay. it's not even something okay. happening right now for me. But you know, as an empath, I just feel that that yeah. that energy. <laughs> I feed off of it. So okay, so next summer, yes. we'll be able to look forward to that. So I'm I'm gonna be excited to see to see that big that big stuff and the kitty. Oh my god! Now is the kitty is the kitty and the house happening before the wedding? Um, I hope so. Yeah, I want to move. <laughs> You're like, move. I can't wait for that kitty. For yeah, honestly, months. I'm a, I'm I'm just in love with kitties, and I think a kitty would like enhance my life by like five times. Oh, <laughs> wait, do you it. have any now, though? I have no. I have because like in this place we're living at the moment, they don't want to have us like any have any pets. Um, so okay. we move into like a bigger place, and you know, just have a kitty. <laughs> oh my god! We all have another kitty. <laughs> Uh, do you okay do you know what you would name your kitty or is that we're not quite sure something cute but i will share everything on social media but for right now we're just brainstorming oh my gosh okay we just i love that i just love ending on a high note you know because we all have those things that we're looking forward to whether it's a kitty a puppy you know an actual live baby something (laughs) like there's always something fun that we're looking forward to that's you know enhancing our lives like you said Mm -hmm. Um, so yes, thank you again so much, Lisa, for coming on the show. Thank you so much. It was amazing. It was a pleasure. Happy holidays. What a delight to be able to celebrate these holidays with the gift of the knowledge that we got from this podcast episode with mindset and confidence coach, Lisa Montana. So I mentioned in the episode that I'm listening to a book called The Gap in the Gain, 
Once again, it's by Dan Sullivan with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And I wanted to play this little piece for you and shed some perspective on this so you can do this for yourself this holiday season as a gift to you heading into the new year. So let's have a listen. And I say, now let's just do a, you know, um, progress report on things that that were winning achievements for you during the last 90 days. Let's just say 90 days. Personal business, let's take three and three. Okay. And then here's what I want you to do. I want you to circle them and, you know, and kind of grade them, which was number one, two, and three, one, two, and three, personal one, two, and three business. And I said, I'm just going to have you look at it and I'm just going to have you close your eyes and visualize how great that was to be there when you started. And I want you to visualize where you started and where you achieved it. You know, and I take them through not very long, maybe five minutes uh, total. And at the end of it, I said, I said, what's it feel like? I said, oh, I'm really relaxed. I feel really relaxed. Uh, feels really good, you know? And I said, yeah. I said, my, my feeling is that your system is already pumping really great, you know, <laughs> endorphins because uh, that's what measuring backwards does. It pumps, it pumps uh, probably dopamine. And when you uh, measure against uh, an ideal, it probably uh, probably bumps cortisol. Okay, so hopefully you heard that okay. It's a little clip from the book, The Gap and the Gain, and it talks about how we often live in the gap. And this is where we get into the comparison game. This is where we can do negative self-talk. This is where we say... Uh, Am I doing everything that I can to achieve this goal? Is this goal even good enough? It is the gap because we're striving towards a goal. And confidence can get thwarted. Our self-limiting beliefs creep in in these moments. So if we do something like the exercise that is being talked about in the book where we look at the last 90 days Write down three things that you've done successfully in your personal life, in your business or professional life. Do it in priority order. Think about how it felt to accomplish those things and use that as fuel to know that you are capable and you are confident enough to accomplish the next big feat, the next task the next goal, everything. If you haven't figured out by now, if listening to this podcast, whether this is your first episode or your 10th or your 20th or your 30th, is about mindset. And mindset takes practice. And it takes just what Lisa was talking about that she's working on herself as a confidence coach is consistency. We have to keep showing up for ourselves. Even if today we're at 70% and yesterday we were at 90%. It's not always going to look the same and it's not always going to be perfect. But that fact that we show up is what matters. It's how we create habits. It's how we get performance of an athlete, of an elite of someone who is capable of doing the things that many other aren't because they're not conditioned for it. Remember that your mind is just as important to condition as your body. The same way you get up 
and go to the gym and do your workout is the same thing you have to give your mind. That is how we develop the mindset of a winner. So I hope today you've got some tools and some tips that will help you grow your confidence, smash those self-limiting beliefs, and know that you are worthy, you do matter, you are and will continue to do amazing things in this world. You're uniquely you. Be proud of that. Enjoy this holiday season with the people that you care about. I hope that you're doing something special today and for the rest of the year, giving yourself that time to reflect as you refuel and get that energy to start a phenomenal, mind-blowing incredible 2022. Thank you for being here. If you haven't clicked the follow or subscribe button on the app, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please do so now. You'll be notified of all of the inspiring episodes that are to come and you don't want to miss them. Make this a part of your routine because I want that for you. I want us to be in this together, growing and learning on this journey we call life. Oh, I'm just so excited. Okay. Now with that, remember you are your only limit. So take action today. Tune in again next time for another amazing episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast.